Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Advances left full court, and this ball game is over. The Knicks come away with a victory here in the Garden in the first of four meetings, pulling away from the Bulls here in the fourth quarter in the final. New York 116 and the Bulls 100. Let's get back to more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I'm concerned. I'm not necessarily sure if Zach Levine's going to be able to. Actually, I'm, that's a lie. I'm a Zach apologist. You know what I'm going to say. Zach's going to go ahead and blend in perfectly. Look at Clay shaking his head over there. He's going to just come in. And you want to know why? Because his money's good. The bag is secured. He's chilling. And so right now, you know what he's doing? He's like, yeah, whatever. You guys want me to move the ball? Sure. Yeah, no problem. Hey, you guys like you guys like that? You guys like moving the ball? Which the Bulls actually haven't been doing a lot of lately. As, as, as in the last couple of games, Zach Levine record well, with the Bulls this year. Pull out some stats. Five and thirteen. Without Zach Levine, the Bulls were ten and seven. Uh, if, if you could quantify effort in those first eighteen games versus the last games, you would notice that the five and thirteen games, not as much effort either. Five and thirteen's pretty, pretty telling. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see if that record improves on Friday, Clay, because uh, Zach Levine has the potential to come back against the Charlotte Hornets. And uh, to talk about Zach Levine and, and another star in the city of Chicago, Justin Fields. Uh, we get to talk to our next guest. Joining us on our hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois, uh, it is Gabe Ramirez, along with nine-year NFL vet Clay Harbor. Right now from Yahoo Sports, uh, we get to talk to Rhiannon Walker. Rhiannon, welcome to the show. Gabe, Clay, thank you guys so much for having me. And also, happy evening to you all as well, too. How's everything going? You know, hanging in here. Clay and I, we have... We disagree a lot on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this one being one of them, Zach Levine. I mean, first let me just ask you on you know your thoughts on him coming back to the team and 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 what that could potentially look like for the Bulls. I think that's tough to tell, just because the offense has changed under Billy Donovan, and I mean, even he's excited to see how Zach Levine's going to sit with this newly configured offense. My thing has been more or less this: is that. Zach Levine is one of the two major superstars that are on this team outside of DeRozan, right? And as you guys have said, you know, countless times, the team is 5-13, and 13, lacked effort. The ball really seemed to stop when he was on the floor at the time before his injury. Now, with him being away for these 17 games, things have flipped over quite a bit, actually. It's 10-7, and 7, the team record. You see more effort. You see the ball moving around more. There's a lot more efficiency with the guys that are on the court at this point in time. And as I look at the situation, 
I sit there saying to myself, it would appear to me that Bulls players essentially stepped up in the absence of one of their team superstars and have just started to really buy into what Bill, Billy Donovan was doing. And even Zach Levine himself has said, having that seat away where you're not competing, you're not, there is no likelihood of you playing and you just get to sit and watch how things are going. It has offered him a very positive opportunity to kind of see, you know, what is it that I can contribute to this offense? How can I help make the Chicago Bulls better? And Billy Donovan said it, I think it was what, Tuesday, if not Monday, basically said, look, he's a guy that just wants to help the team play. Um, the question that you guys are asking is, well, what is that going to look like? That's what everybody wants to see is, well, how much is that really going to help the Chicago Bulls who have now put themselves in the position to be in the East playoff picture at this moment in time, um, especially with the trade conversations happening. But it's just, it's so much different. It, it looks like everybody has had an opportunity to really grow over this period of time where Zach Levine wasn't a possibility to play in the first place. And I think it has made the other players a lot better. I believe that wholeheartedly in sports is that when somebody goes down, um, Clay, you would obviously know this being an NFL veteran, it's the next man up. That's yeah. the rule, right? You can't sit there and be like, well, I'm not this person or I'm not this superstar. I don't have this skill set. That's just not how this works at all. Um, if that was the case, I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles wouldn't have won the Super Bowl that they won because obviously it would have been like, well, I'm not Carson Wentz. I'm not the one that got us here. You know, I'm just a backup quarterback. But that's not how things work in sports. So I've actually been very pleasantly, you know, not surprised per se, but I've been, it's been very pleasant watching the Bulls as a team without Zach Levine to kind of see what their potential is. And it, it looks pretty good, honestly. I've been on teams before, right? I've been on teams to mm -hmm. where we have superstar players, and for some reason when they're in the lineup, we don't play good just mm. because we don't click, okay? And for me, Zach, the Bulls seem like they are a better team without Zach Levine. They pass the ball better. They're playing harder. They're playing tough defense. Vooch is playing better. Kobe White is playing better. They're 10-7 and seven without him. With him, they're 5-13. and 13. So I know that Zach Levine is a superstar. He's a good player. But this year, he goes from shooting almost 38% for the three-point line to shooting 33%. Mm. To me, I think it's just time, Gabe, that the Bulls trade Levine and get what you can because he's not fitting in with this team. I've seen it before. I mean, are you opposed to that? Me personally, I'm not. Actually, you know what, Clay, if I can ask you because you've been in that position, um, why is that when one play, like when you have that superstar player, like why does that have such a seismic shift when they are on the field versus when they're not on the field? I don't have that personal yeah. experience, but I do know I've seen what you're talking about. And I, for the life of me, I can't figure out how one in basketball, I can understand it in football. Obviously there's 11 people on one side of the ball, but why is that exactly that there's such that that's such a dynamic shifting? I've been on lines, right? So I'm a tight end. I'm playing an mm -hmm. offensive line, our best offensive line. The guy's getting pay paid the most in the league. For some reason, he can't block next to the guy. <laughs> the guy doesn't communicate. He doesn't communicate. He's kind of being selfish on his on his double team blocks. If he's got to push the guy over to you when he climbs the linebacker, he he's just climbing the linebacker and mauling the linebacker. Like you should know your job. He ain't helping you. Yeah, right. right? So mm -hmm. sometimes these superstar guys. They're not doing a lot to help you. And then the other aspect of that, so you got two good running backs in the, in, in, on a team. Mm -hmm. The superstar goes down. Now this guy knows this is his team. He ain't mm -hmm. feeling like he's got to share anything. He's got to worry about, okay, like I got I to gotta make sure this guy gets his reps and he gets his It's my team. I don't, I'm mm -hmm. not worrying about making sure this guy's happy. I'm focused on me. And to me, through the Bulls, you see that. These guys, when Levine isn't there, they're kind of looking at him to do something. They're not moving as much, not playing as hard, mm -hmm. expecting something from him. When sometimes mm -hmm. a player is addition by subtraction because 
by removing this player, these other guys are take stepping up more. They yeah. know, okay, now this is on me, and you're getting their best. Right, but that could be the case for you know any of those three stars that are there, right? Vooch hasn't been playing for the last couple of games. You know, yeah. Demar's been out. It's just, it's going to be interesting to, to see what the Bulls end up doing uh, as the trade deadline approaches. We're talking to Rhiannon Walker from Yahoo Sports here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Clay Harbor hanging out. Uh, and, you know, you, you, we were talking about football a second ago, and I want to live there, Rhiannon, because, <laughs> you know, Clay talks about how, how people play better or worse with certain superstars. Mm. How do you think mm-hmm. the Bears are playing uh, with their air quote superstar in Justin Fields? You know, my thing is I'm not a big fan of, like, my opinion or, like, thinking and stuff like that. It's always, I guess it's what Antonio Pierce said, it's my resume is on the grass, right? So if you're looking at what the Bears team has looked like since Justin Fields returned from his finger injury, the proof is in the pudding on the field, right? I mean, you beat the NFC North champion Detroit Lions. You played them very close the first time in that game. You lost, obviously. But you you played them very close. You were a Hail Mary away from beating the Cleveland Browns, who are second in the AFC North right now as well, too. Um, You play the Atlanta Falcons. You beat them by almost triple the touchdowns in a situation where they need to win in order to get into the playoffs. They're in the contention for the, in, for the NFC South and they beat them badly. I mean, they have the season finale game against green Bay. And honestly, I feel like this is going to be incredibly telling, but just the way that they have played over the course of the last few weeks. And I am very impressed with Justin Fields because it's not like he's not keenly aware of the noise around him and the conversations with the bears having the number one pick. He's not like I I always like to give people their credit when it comes to their intelligence. I know he's keenly aware of that and he has played lights out. And I'll say this: it's almost night and day between him and Zach Levine in the Justin Fields situation. He is playing lights out. He if they're going to trade him, he is the nothing but racist stock. Ryan Pools is in heaven right now. You already own the number (laughs) one pick. Your own pick is the number 10 pick. Uh If you do decide you want to lose to the Packers, I know I I, look. I live in Chicago. I know how much they hit the Packers. I'm not saying that they want to lose. I know they don't. Um, but Justin Fields has done everything that you could possibly ask for. The defense is playing mm. better as well, too. DJ Moore is that number one receiver exactly. that you have. And I mean, shoot, you own the number one pick. If you really want to get frisky, if you don't want to trade him, you could bring in an Ohio State Buckeye and Marvin Harrison Jr. That's I only, preach. I, I only speak the truth. I, you Preach. have Cole Kmet as a tight end, a, a tight end, a Bears tight end. Like when you think about tight ends that have played for the Bears, tough, gritty. Uh, he makes the plays. Like he gives effort. Those types of things. I mean, if you give him a little more of an offensive line, I mean, I think that Justin Fields. You look at his first seventeen games, versus you look at the second second the second seventeen games, and you say, "Wow, yeah. he's starting to figure out. I can spin the pocket. I can take that hit. I do not need to use my legs. And if I do need to use my legs, I know I can use it for good." And he's been doing that quite a bit, obviously down the stretch. Very impressed. Yeah, Zach Levine by. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Clay. Go ahead. No, and I'm saying like to me, there's this big conversation about what the Bears should do. You've created this momentum. You've worked hard for this momentum, Gabe. Why do you? Give Why are up? you staring at me like? Why do you like give up coming on my soul right now? Because you're the guy that wants to trade him. You see what the Bears have done. I do not. Man, you have shown you're stop, the best stop, team in the NFC North. Stop putting out false narratives that I want to trade Justin Fields. <laughs> I already told you I want him starting Week One of next year. I also want them to have a quarterback in the draft. So I just want to put that out there so you don't have people th- texting in. So to me, crazy. you've okay. worked so hard to build this momentum moving forward, right? You, you've you beat have. the Lions. You've beat the Vikings. You've, you should have beat the Browns. You should have beat the Lions twice. You've proven you you've beat up the Vikings. You've proven you're the best team in the NFC North. If you beat, if you beat the Packers, 
So now, mm-hmm. why do I want to trade that quarterback? Best team within, hold on. Okay, go on, let's finish. If you beat the Packers I know what you're the say, second Dave, half of the season with momentum. Rhiannon, I'm going to say, uh, not if not if Kirk Cousins is sitting up there, when not, you're not better than the Lions still. Still. You you are. You just beat the Lions, and I'm you should have beat, beat the them Lions. before if they didn't have a historic meltdown. They should have won the I'm last two games. To me, the Bears have shown are right the Bears now, better right now. Are the Bears better right now than the Lions? Right now, the Bears are better than the Lions. Stop it. Yes, the Bears are better than the Lions right now. The Bears should have beat the Cleveland Browns, who just went on a run and are making the playoff. The Bears have beat good teams. The Bears beat the Lions. And they competed with good teams as well, too, is the other part of it as well. Right now, I'm talking these past few games. I hear you. And and I'll just say this. In Chicago, it's a tough sports town. Did you say you lived here, Brandon? I did. I was about to say, I lived in Chicago. I lived on State Street. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was at the Chicago Tribune. Um, shout out to Tim Bannon, my old sports editor, but I used to be in Chicago. I covered um, the Bulls very briefly. So when Bobby Portis was drafted, I was there for that draft hey. pick and everything else like that. I was there 2015 when the Chicago Cubs, right before they went to the World Series, I was there for that team. And I, and I loved every second of being at Wrigley Field. I really, really did. So, no, I have a lot of love for Chicago, as a matter of fact. Um, let's face it, I'm actually going to be there next summer. Or this, oh, I guess it's 2024. I'll be there this summer, actually. So, look at um, that. Clay, it, look, I, Clay, we have friends coming this. in town. Yeah. Be, I do. You know, and then we can, we can be polite and be, you know what I'm saying, be hospitable in yeah. our city. But that's great. But you're on, it, you're on the East Coast right now, right? I, I am on the East Coast. I'm in New York right now. I live in D.C. I'm in New York right now for uh, for a trip. But all I was going to say is, like, look, do you guys hear Justin Fields' name being called um, in this last game? You guys heard Bears fans, like, chanting his name. Yes, actively chanting we his name. We want Fields. We want they, Fields. But but but, but, but would, he do this, would he do this against a good team? He's done it against good teams. That's what I would tell you. I mean, he, he terrorizes the Vikings. He terrorizes the Lions. Even if he does not help them win the game, they have to constantly plan around this particular guy. Because as, he, as he's figuring himself out as a passer, as a runner, which he's got around like a lot faster in his career, he has made it his – he's made a nightmare for these two teams. And quite frankly as well for the Packers as well too, using his legs to create plays. And now that the passing is starting to catch up with the running element – I think he could be a problem. If you want to go with Caleb Williams, that is your choice. If you think Drake May is the guy that's going to run the offense better, so be it. I mean, that that yeah. is their choice. I mean, and you're in this position because Ryan Poole's made a very crafty draft decision last year to trade the number one pick and move back and create some more capital. That is an option that is still on the table here, given the fact that you do have a quarterback playing well. You do have one that the team is 7-9 and nine right now. They're not going to have a winning record. We know that. But they have come back in the late part of the season since he has come back from injury. And I think that he has at least created enough noise and enough conversation to say, hey, this isn't going to be an easy an easy decision. You they guys won, the yes. Yeah, Four of their last the five. Four of the last five, Gabe. Okay? And the loss they had was a 2017 loss to the Cleveland Browns that they should have won. And even before that, the game, the first game fields came back when they lost to the Lions, that 31-26 to loss, they should have won that too. All right, so let me, let me ask Rhiannon the same question I asked Herb Howard. And that is that, okay, Rhiannon, Justin Fields comes mm-hmm. back. You do add a Marvin Harrison Jr., Mm-hmm. Who's who's operating the offense for you? In what sense? Is, is, is it Lou Getze or are you bringing in someone else? The off- I'm one of those. I'm going to say this. I'm of the mindset where if something is not broke, you don't fix it. I think that these or I you know, I shouldn't say I think. 
from what I have seen when it comes to offensive coordinators, people making the play calls, things of that nature, even they have to get into a rhythm of things, right? At some point in time, like you can tell somebody the play to run and do everything else like that. But if they're just not at the point where they can run it the way that it's supposed to be run, guess what? It's not going to look good. So both sides are going to look pretty bad, right? I'll point out what's happening in Buffalo, right? A team that has not been very well known for running the ball or anything else like that. You bring in Joe Brady, you get rid of your old offensive coordinator. How have things looked for the Buffalo Bills of late recently? I mean, you tell me, but on Sunday, they're playing in an AFC title game against Miami when everybody thought they were dead in the water five weeks ago, right? Yeah. Sometimes it just it. Sometimes you need somebody else to come in. Sometimes the person that is in, you need time to allow them to have their system work for somebody to actually run it the way that they want it to be run, or whatever the case may be. I'll be frank in saying, like, for instance, with Nick Sirianni's offense and things of that nature, you if people think that you could just bring in somebody else outside of a Jalen Hurts type and it's just going to run the way that it's run, you're sorely mistaken. The reason that he looks like a genius, the reason he looks good as a play caller, is because you have the right people in place to make it work. The Bears' offense looks good right now. The Bears' offense is a little bit of a locomotive at this point, I would tell you. Um, I think that you keep him in place. I think, like I said, you have a tight end. You have your quarterback. If you choose to go and keep your quarterback, I think you can make improvements to the offensive line. I also think you can make improvements to the wide receiver core, quite frankly. I think the defense has a lot of very good pieces in place right now, and it seems to me that Justin Fields has a really good command of the locker room. And, Clay, I mean, you can speak more to this as well, too, but that's not something that's, not something that's given. It's not something that's easy to obtain. It's very easy to lose at different points in time. But he seems to have players in the locker room really playing hard for him as well, too, as the quarterback. No, That's you're not giving you're when you bring somebody else. You're completely right. He has the locker room. He has the fans. He, but more importantly, he has his teammates. You know, his his linemen. Yeah. These guys want to go to fight for him. I've seen guys have players back in the media, but the way they got Fields is back is next mm-hmm. level. They love this guy, and I'm not sold on on Luke Getzey. I don't think Luke Getzey is, you know, a top five, top ten, maybe offensive coordinator. But at sure. this point, you've seen the momentum. They're kind of catching, mm-hmm. coming on to something. They're building this momentum. They're figuring each other out. And I don't want to mm-hmm. start that over. I feel like right. Getsy is is figuring out how to use fields. And I don't yeah. want them to start over with a new offensive coordinator trying to figure out how to use fields. And yeah. the players have to learn an offense all over again. And that's not easy. There's Let- a whole figuring out thing. They got momentum right now. I hear keep Getsy, keep improving on it, bring more weapons into the system. <laughs> And they will get better. I, I hear you, and I want I want this to operate like uh, like as if we were in a therapist's room, and I want to talk about my fears. Okay, my fear is right. It's not that I want to do something completely opposite. It's just I'm talking about my fears here. My fear <laughs> is that this is a safe space. Yeah, th- thank you, thank you, Rihanna. You're so, so you know, we, we we get to this. We have the same offensive coordinator. We run it back because the assumption is that there should be this year over year return. Right. Oh, and I'll give and, you a story. On and that I'm after this. and I'm fearful that because we're the Bears, what happens is that you you bank on that, and and there is that does not happen. Right. You oh, yeah. you still end up you know nine and eight next year. Right. But but the way you get there is different. There are some dominant performances, and then you lose some against some good teams, and and you find out where you're at. So I'm just fearful of mediocrity. I've experienced that. Yeah. In what way? So back back when I was playing with Philadelphia, right? I'm playing with the Eagles, and in 2011 we go eight and eight, nine and seven, but we won our last four to five games. So you know people were upset we didn't we missed the playoffs, barely missed the playoffs. It was one of those games like we won, but a couple of teams had to right. lose. One team lost, the other team didn't. We missed the playoffs that year. 
So the next year, what the GM did, they kept this, everybody together, the offensive continuity, everything, continuity. <laughs> we had to literally had the same exact players, the same coaches running the same schemes, did everything the same. But the last year we go four and 12, Andy Reid gets fired. <laughs> oh they hire Chip Kelly. It was crazy. It was crazy what happened. We kept losing close games after close games. And we had the same See? team together, the same guys, the same core, same offensive linemen, same schemes with a couple of draft picks, no free agents, and it didn't work. So I see what you're saying there. I've experienced it before, but I think the Bears have such Eberfuss an is better amount. Than Andy Reed. No, we have oh, such an bad. amount of draft picks and capital there where you can still Great bring point. in free agents. You can still improve that way, but I haven't. I have been a part of. So let's keep this team together because we finished one our last five games. Let's not change anything. We have the momentum. We won our last five games. We're on a roll. We started slow. This is the team, and we come out the next year flat and go 4-12 and 12 and get Andy Reid fired. Yeah. That was, to me, like to your point, this is why I'm probably a proponent of not changing away from Getty is like, you guys have so much at your disposal to make this team whatever it is that you want this team to be, quite frankly. It it seems to me that there are a lot of there's cap there's cap space available. You guys have traded for you guys brought in Montez Sweat from Washington and everything else like that. So that's a help to the defense. You guys have these draft picks at the top of the draft, which a lot of teams do not have. You have that advantage there. You have the advantage to move back if you so choose to and create some more draft capital and bring in some more people. It just seems to me that what happens when you create the best possible circumstances, you bring in the best players that you feel are available that fit the system that you have running in place right now, give it an opportunity under those circumstances. And if it doesn't work at that point in time, quite frankly, Ryan pools, if he's done his job, the players, if they've done their job up to that point and everything else like that, at that point, yeah, you got to look at the coaches because if you have the talent there and it's not working, then at that point, there is nobody else that you can blame for those particular set of circumstances. But to the point, like we're talking about momentum, we're talking about what we're seeing. What I'm seeing on the field tells me that I don't want to move away from what's going on right now. It's working very well. And quite yeah. frankly, it could it could have led to a much longer win streak than what is currently in place right now should've. in Chicago. But and it, and it should have. Like, I completely agree with you, Clay. Like, it really sh it should be a four or five game win streak right now versus what it is at this point in time. Actually, it could have been a sixth one because they had, yeah. what, the win against the Panthers, and that was a yeah. close yeah. one, but they, they had that yeah. one. Five out of the last seven, the Bears have won. It's going to be interesting. Listen, <clears throat> all I got to say is this. There's a lot of telenovelas that are happening in the NFL. <laughs> the Bears is the most interesting one. I got to admit to that. Uh, Rhiannon, I appreciate you hanging out with Rhiannon, us. I appreciate you. And, and giving us some of your time sure. tonight. Of course, no problem, gentlemen. And if, if I just may, Zach Levine is doing the complete opposite of what Justin Field was doing. Mm -hmm. Just saying, if you're a player and your team is playing better when you're not wait there. Wait a second, wait a second. Because I'm a Zach Levine I, apologist. Hold on. 215 million. But that's the I, difference, though. That's hey, we're, we're here. We're cool. We're cool. Okay. We're cool. Bad, I, just, I got I just, triggered. No, no, no. We, I got we, triggered. We, I, thought, no, I thought this was a safe space. This is a safe space. This is, it's just, but you tell me if. What what is why would I want to trade for you when your team is playing better without you? Why yeah. would I want you? I and there is in very and I mean one of the teams that was in conversations, the Toronto Raptors, last time I just checked, they just got RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly, yeah. and a few few other assets. But the Lakers so, need to do something and do something quick because they haven't been playing well. They'll pay him. Like yeah, I said, no. now, right. see, maybe, maybe that's what it takes. All so right. either way, Re I, I go quietly now. I'll go quietly. Rhiannon, have a good <laughs> evening. Rhiannon Walker, Yahoo Sports. Make sure you check her out on Twitter.
Uh, great stuff right there. Uh, obviously covers the NFL as well. She lit up like a light bulb, like a Christmas light bulb when we mm. started talking about that. Um, Clay, I want you to be able to, you know, talk to the people, man. What you think about that? Yes, the answer is that. Uh, phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. Uh, Clay is ready to answer any questions. You know, we talked a lot about the Bears right there. Yeah. And we have for the last hour or so. And I'm sure it probably bubbled up a couple of things in you. Uh, we would love to hear them from you as, again, we hang out till 9 o'clock. Phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. We got Robbie Triano on the ones and twos. He's going to be answering T. the phones. Uh, and we will get to your thoughts. And we will just continue to discuss the Chicago Bears next. Right here. The Bears. Uh, 670. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast score third down and seven for a bears team looking for their fifth straight home win fields spins out of it how did he do it again houdini's to the outside lowers the shoulder First down. The resume tape for Justin Fields gets another chapter. Let's get back to more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey app. Well, you can't call Justin Fields El Mago, the magician, right? Because Javier Baez already had that. So you got to come up with something different. Justin Fields doesn't have a nickname. Yeah, what's field? Maybe we could start it right now. 
<laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good idea. It is not for Gabe. Gabe Ramirez, nine-year NFL vet, Clay Harbor. Bro, you keep saying that as if I don't want him on this team next year. Like You're the, saying the, to draft a quarterback. So what? That's like saying that's like saying you 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 played in the league nine years. You understand the, the drill. That's like saying them they would never go get another tight end after they draft you. I guess you look at what the Green Bay Packers have done. Success. Successfully. Jordan Love, you let him sit for literally three, four years. Ale- the Kansas City Chiefs did it with Alex Smith. With, with the Pat team Mahomes. that you were on, the guy who we were just talking about, Nick Foles, they just did it with him. Nick Foles, Jalen Hurts, and the whole you dig. But here's the difference with, with Fields as opposed to like doing that with like an Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers, he knows he's a starting quarterback. Okay. People, as soon as Fields throws interception, Half of Chicago is going to be saying, we want whoever, Michael Penix Jr. Right. We want Quinn Ewers. If you're drafting a guy, I'm right. assuming you're going to draft him maybe in the second round or later in the first. So that would be tough for Fields, especially knowing he hasn't signed that contract yet. Or that, you know, it'd be a tough situation for him to play in. And mentality is everything. Nah, if you know this team's trying to move on for you, it's harder for you to be successful in the field. He's doing it right now. What are we talking about? We're talking about some like pretend world where he doesn't understand what's happening. He's doing it right now. And I'm saying like, so why can't he continue to do that? And then earn his check, right? Like you're getting, you're on your contract, do your thing. He's literally doing what you're supposed to do when you get in the NFL. You get a contract and you prove just like Jalen Johnson's doing this year. Yeah. That you deserve the money and you deserve to stick around and you deserve to get paid and you win the fan base over you get the money like it's all man Jalen Johnson man just I mean as, as just you saying that how impressive what is it what he's done as a free agent not having his deal betting on himself I mean that guy made himself so much money not settling for whatever deal that Ryan Poles was going to get him that's I mean and that's what I'm thinking here how about Bears free agents Gabe. How about Bears free agents? Darnell Mooney, Justin Jones, Dante Foreman, Lucas Patrick, Yannick Ngagwe, Robert Tunyon, Rasheem Green. Equinemi- those who do you want back? Two of those people. Equinemius St. Brown, if he's asking to stay healthy, just because we need depth <laughs> at wide blocker, receiver, which we yeah. learned. And I'll take that for another couple of years at a low price. Got no problem with that. And then none of those people you I said I kind of think Justin Jones, he's only 27. He has 16 quarterback he, hits, he 10 might, TFLs. He might, want, he might want too much money. Yeah, but and he's I'd actually done a decent job because you yeah. know where the the floor is. But, I'm not but, saying but, but, he's but, your transcendent. But he's doing that tech. because he's he's gonna be. He knew he was a free agent. Look <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> how you laughing. You laughing because you know it's real. All right, let's take a phone call, man. Yeah, three one two six forty four, sixty seven sixty seven. Gabe Ramirez, along with nine year NFL vet Clay Harbor. Uh, let's go to Matt out in Rolling Meadows. Hey guys, Matt, what's up, my guy? Hey, you know, uh, I've been listening for about, I don't know, forever, it seems like, uh, about the Justin Field thing. And, you know, my my opinion is that uh, if you look at the good teams that have been out there that have developed quarterbacks, yeah. they have let them sit for three years. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Jordan Love watched uh, Rodgers. Rodgers watched Favre. Um, you know, and, and I think that – I think the Bears need to let this grow a little bit. You know, it's it's kind of like a fine wine. You know, you gotta you gotta go through it and let it breathe a little bit. And I think that, you know, Fields has got uh, talent uh, beyond uh, beyond anybody that can come out. And you know, it's not like 
you know, it's not like you're going to get much better. I, I just don't see you getting much better. And, 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 and honestly, I think the whole conversation right about, about, <laughs> about getting, having the locker room, I think that yeah. having the locker room and is such an important thing. It's always about the intangible for leadership. No, that's important. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm feeling Matt. Matt, Gabe, give me your, th- I think Matt's on to something. The locker room, those intangibles that matters. He's on to something there. Listen, man. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Listen, I say this about <clears throat> I say this about radio shows, right? That one isn't better than the other; they are different, right? Because it's foolish to try to compare one versus the other. Different talent, different everything. Right? But ours is better. Yeah, but we're better ultimately, right? Yeah. But but that's what I like to say about shows: morning shows, afternoon shows. You could like this one, you could like that one. It's not that they're better than the other; they're just they're different, different, right? And they're both good. They're all good in their own right. And that's what I would say about Justin Fields. Like, he's good, right? And if you bring another quarterback in, or if you keep Justin Fields and whoever else fill in the blank with the quarterback, like, they're going to be good, right? And Justin Fields with with a continued growing Bears team is going to be good. The question is going to be, which one's going to be better, though, right? Because they're going to be different. They're going to be different, and it's going to be, which one do you want? You know, and I think that the answer to that is if it's strictly Justin Fields versus the other quarterback. Forever, because that's what you're really giving me, though, Clay. Well, I think you can build more around Fields if you trade this pick. If you keep the pick, you trade Fields. Like we said, you're not getting as much. And I know there's people talking about the quarterback clock, okay? But to me, you look so at the quarterback we, clock. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off because I think this is a really good conversation that a lot of people are arguing, and I think we're doing a good job of tackling it. Can you not build around Caleb Williams? Like, does all of a sudden you can't, you can no longer draft people and no longer no, you still sign got, people? You still That's got your point. draft pick, yeah. but I'm so, saying you so will that can't get be so the much. argument. That well, can, you'll I, get more. You'll get more. Not if we do what we agreed on earlier, which is trade down one, get all the draft capital, and still take a quarterback. And then get Roma Dunze, who our CBS Sports, Tom Fionelli, said is better than Marvin Harrison Jr. No, Roma Dunze, when I was watching the game, I've seen a few of his games this year. I'm, I honestly agree with him. I think he's a step ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. Wait, wait, put that on the clip. Clay Harbor <laughs> thinks that Roma Dunze is a step ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he is. I mean, just this guy's mentality, the guy's going up and getting the ball. He's bigger. He's faster. He's got the track background. He's a natural hands catcher. I just, I just love this guy. I mean, their whole receiving core is good, but Roma Dunze is is next level. He's a next level receiver. Yeah. But with Fields, you can't tell me that you're going to get as much. It's going to be hard to trade down one pick because if you want Caleb, do you know you're how much the Bears gave up? One. Do you remember how much the Bears gave up to get Mitch Trubisky for one pick? Yeah. I would love that compensation for one pick. Yeah. I guess if you use your strategy to where you do trade down and you still get the quarterback you want, then you're really not missing out as much and you, you can still get the quarterback you want. But that means you got to get the quarterback at like two or three, yeah. say three. Yeah. So your quarterback it probably is not going to be Caleb Williams or Drake May. Maybe you like no, Penix. I, Maybe you like McCarthy. Unless you want to just no, trade down one. You're not, getting, one. you're not getting that much to trade down just one. Of course you are. If Washington has the number two pick and they love Caleb Williams, and New England sitting at three, and they love Caleb Williams. And the Giants are at five, and they love Caleb Williams. 
Yeah, it could be. It You're going to give up yeah. assets to move up one so that you can get the guy that you actually want. Yeah. But then I think if you look at how last year played out with like the Bryce Young, uh, CJ Stroud deal, I think that might scare a few people off because the Panthers Bryce Young go is up. good. Bryce Young is on a very, if you're talking about, yeah. if we're going to argue that Justin Fields has had a bad team, we cannot then think that something else is happening in North, in Carolina. But Bryce Young just does, I mean, he he's not even showing flashes right now, in my opinion. I mean, the guy is, is kind of shell-shocked. He looks like he is too small. He's missing throws. He's holding on to the ball. He he's not even leading. running. I mean, he's had a couple of good games of late, yeah. but... I mean, this year has just been tough for him. Would you trade Fields for Bryce Young? No. No. I mean, they had that opportunity to draft Bryce Young, and I would not trade Fields. For, would I trade Fields for C.J. Stroud? Yes. I think I would make that move. I think C.J. Stroud has shown that uh, he's going to break the, He's going to break 4,000 yards, one of the only five uh, quarterbacks to do that if he didn't miss two games. He would be the all-time record holder for oh yards God. in a rookie year That's for incredible. a quarterback if he That's didn't incredible. miss two games. Yeah, so, CJ so Stroud, so, I would. Bryce Young, I would not. And, and, and the thing is this. You're going to run into a situation where one of those quarterbacks – again, we what, the, the missing component here is that we do not know where Ryan Poles graded CJ Stroud. Was it over Bryce Young, right? Because if he, if he did have CJ Stroud in that draft, and then he looks at that draft and he's like, mm, I could have had a CJ Stroud. You can make an argument he missed on CJ Stroud because CJ Stroud, I think it's clear – Unless look at thought, the, look at his weapons. Thinks, unless he unless he unless in grading them, he thought that Caleb Williams or a Drake May was better than CJ. Yeah, Stroud. he looked down the road and said, "Okay, we can get this," but then he wouldn't be sure that the, him or the Panthers would have that pick. Yeah. But you know, CJ Stroud to me has shown that yeah, I mean he's he's a better thrower than Justin Fields. I think he's a better quarterback than Justin Fields is already probably. But I think Justin Fields is a quarterback that you can build around. They're so the Bears are so close. You look at their last six games; they've won four of their last five. They have shown they've beat some quality teams, and the two losses in there. I'm not a guy since I I, do, I played in the NFL, so I played in over 100 games. I'm not a guy that said, "Yeah, we should have won that game." Like, right? I, I've lost a lot of close games. The Bears should have won those two games. Those games were games where you look back, you like, "How did we let that slip away?" They had 90 plus percent chance to win games. I know you could say they didn't execute down the stretch. There was some freak stuff that happened there. True. They should have won those games. In my opinion, they could be six of their last six. So the way that Justin has shown you can win with them, you can use this pick and just build an unbelievable roster. And you talk about the quarterback clock all you want. If you get a superstar D end on a five-year deal, guess what? You don't have to go sign another superstar D end on a five-year deal. Joey Bosa is making $30 million a year. You are saving money there, too. So people are trying to make it like this huge, yeah, you are saving some, but if you're a superstar player, they get in the draft, then you are saving money there because he's on a rookie contract. And otherwise, you'd have to pay him hundreds of millions of dollars. So the quarterback clock argument, to me, isn't valid. It's valid to like the, total, the tune of $10 million. You can't just say that if we pay the quarter, but we don't have to pay the quarter because you are using that same pick. On a superstar, say you get a superstar defensive end, now you don't have to go sign one. The same so you're thing, saving right. money somewhere. anyways. Somewhere, right. yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. I mean, again, I think I, I'm almost, almost envious. Most people would say they wouldn't envy the position of Ryan Poles. I am envious of him because I love decisions like that where you really do have to take so many variables into consideration and come up with what, what the conclusion is and 
and the result. Yeah. And like, I would love to be in that position to be like, nah, y'all are all idiots. I know what the right answer is because I've done more yeah. research than any of you, right? Because that's what he's going to ultimately yeah. do. We're out here just. He's probably already having conversations with his any or inner circle, probably Ian Cunningham, and they're going to keep it tight. They ain't going to even Agreed. let the scouts know what they're doing because they don't want that getting out. That's a great. I mean, I'm inner sure that's circle. what they did last year, right? Because nobody knew about the Panthers. Nobody last knew year. him and Ian Cunningham, maybe one or two, the director of scouting. Those are the guys he's talking to right now, and they're saying, "Hey," and then they're going to have they're going to sit in a room, they're going to sit in the office like the coaches do. Here's what the coaches do every offseason. I, I've talked to them; they tell us. You go around and talk about every single player. The quarterback coach will be the first one to talk about fields. Can we win a Super Bowl with this guy? Hmm. That is the first question. Yes or no. And if it's a no, you don't go any further. You say, okay, we need a new super, we need new, we need a new quarterback. If it is a yes, okay, we continue. Okay, what do we need to do to win that Super Bowl? And then you go around and he talks first and the offensive coordinator, then you go to the scouts, the pro scouts, the college scouts, and it's like this whole discussion. Long ass meeting. Long ass meeting. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> a long ass meeting. All right. Uh, but fortunately for you guys, this isn't a long ass show. Uh, we get out of here at nine o'clock. We got one more break, uh, and we will continue this conversation. I got some comparables for your Bryce Young and Justin Fields. Two stats that are eerily similar, mm. uh, but not necessarily the stat that you want to be close in. Uh, we will discuss that after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor here on Six Seven. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get back to more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey app. About to get out of here in just a second. Gabe Ramirez, Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet, hanging out on 670 Score. So, Clay, I was uh, trying to find things to do today, and I found myself watching the uh, Dave Chappelle, the latest Dave Chappelle special on Netflix. Did you catch that or not? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Okay. You a big a comedy guy or not? Yeah, like I like Chappelle, bro, but that was back in the day, the Chappelle show. You know, the Charlie Murphy uh, skits, <laughs> the uh, – who else they have? The Rick James, you know, Clayton Bigsby, if you remember that one. That what were, what were some things that, like, dominated the locker room back when you were playing? Like, what do you think kind of, like, you know, mirrors your your playing career? Like, what a pop culture phenomenon, something like that. Was it com- something like that? Chappelle's show was, I think, was, like, college, like, high school, college. I mean, that was a long time ago. Like, NFL locker rooms, I think that was, like, Dexter – uh, guys okay. used to like watching uh, 
Entourage was a cool Entourage show on HBO. One. What about the uh, one The Rock is on? Curb Your Enthusiasm, okay. Ballers. Ballers. Yeah, but, and, I'll, and I want to tell you guys, like, these shows, like, Ballers isn't real. Like, people are like, oh, is it like Ballers being in the league? 90%, like, I'd say Don't 90, tell me that. 90% of the guys in the league are, like, married and they're just, just good dudes that, like, hang out want, and have family. I don't believe it. There's 10% no, no. that are, like, you know, the dudes in, like, Ballers and stuff. And, like, any given Sunday, great movie. But, bro, like, to be good in the NFL, you got to have a level of discipline. You got to be recovering. You got to be studying your plays. You can have a couple years if if you're not focused. Maybe you make some plays. But the greats are guys that are at home studying your right. plays. But you're, there's got to be a lot of good guys that are so good and so talented that they were cool with a C-level performance because – yeah. That still kept him in the game and got him a check. No, absolutely. And there's guys that, I mean, there's some dudes, I mean, to this day that can go out and hang out and then show up the next day and <laughs> catch a touchdown. When I got drafted, the tight end in front of me in Philadelphia was a great player, man. And the guy was a, a legend in Philly, I mean, to this day. And for, this dude could could go out the night before a game. Not the night, I'd say two nights before a game. Stay out till midnight. Come in the next day, have five for a hundred. <laughs> Block all day. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like I need my sleep. I need to study. Yeah, so yeah, that's how it is, man. To each his own. Um, dude, it's been fun hanging out with you today, man. Oh, it's been good. Yes, yeah, way to start off the new year. Uh, I want to thank our guests before we get out of here, Chris Trapasso, uh, hanging out with us, our NFL draft analyst, Tom Fernelli from CBS Sports, Cover Herb Three Howard, and the Cover Three podcast, one of Clay's favorites, yeah. Herb Howard. From the bigs, make sure you guys follow him on social media. And then Rhiannon Walker hung out with us as well from Yahoo Sports. Want to thank uh, Robbie Triano. Excellent job producing today, my Robbie friend. Robbie T, leg day, bro. Don't skip it. <laughs> I be, that's all I've been doing. Okay, that's got, that's got to be your cut. When somebody's like, thank you to Robbie Triano. And it's like, leg day, we got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next time you hear me, I'll be broadcasting live tomorrow, 6 p.m. from the United Center. Uh, before the Bulls take on the Hornets. I'll let you know if I see Zach Levine tomorrow. All right. <laughs> uh, mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez. He is The Bachelor's very own, oh, Kay Harper. Gosh. Make sure you follow him on social media. Have a great night, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.